welcome back to the nitty gritty i'm your host alicia and i'm ash and we're finally back after a much needed break thank you so much for being so patient with us while we figured some stuff out yes thank you um we really appreciate your patience with us and for still engaging with us on our social media and commenting and sending us replies and dms we love to see it please keep doing it um as you can see we are not in the studio we are in the stew we are not in the stew um that's actually our studio that we get from school to moo um but school's out it's summertime shoddies and we don't have access to that room anymore so ash and i will be recording from the comforts of our own home stew also known as our bedrooms desk in our our bedrooms so we're going to be taking an online format with our podcast for the summer um if you have any feedback or suggestions while we're online we'd love to see it send us a dm let us know exactly we're new to this online kind of format so let us know if something like really sucks and we'll fix it for you guys we'll try our best we're not in person but we'll try all right so this past weekend was um the Azerbaijan Baku Grand Grand Prix. Oh my gosh, I can't speak. That was a mouthful. And honestly, the race was kind of boring. I'm not going to lie. But I feel like a lot more happened outside of the paddock. We're just coming out of a long no race break. So there's a lot of pop culture Formula One things going on at that time. So we have a few of our favorites that we'd like to get started with. So I want to start off with the elephant in the room. Fernando Alonso. Multiple. Okay. Fernando Alonso and Taylor Swift. Ash and I, you know, we're both Aston Martin fans. We're both Swifties. So this, I mean, I personally, I ate it up. I enjoyed it. I It was a lot. It was, if you asked me what was on my F1 bingo card at the beginning of the season, this didn't even come in my head. This was not on the paper at all. Honestly, I agree. I feel like that was so random and it maybe it has to do with a lot of Swifties becoming F1 fans. So it's kind of like a rumor it started. That's kind of funny. But at the end of the day, it's funny, and Taylor hasn't said anything about it, but Alonzo's kind of been, like, playing along. <laughs> Honestly, any PR is good PR, to be honest, and yeah. it's been really funny. So I think just kind of playing along. Like, there was that video of the commentators literally, like... Oh, my God. Swiftly. Oh, he's a blank space. Yeah, it was so good. I love that. They they know how to work it. They do. They I did just their think- research. They did their research. They're definitely capitalizing on it. I do think it is obviously false because the source is Demois. So I don't trust it, but it would be cool. It would be fun. I just Isn't can't... she rumored to be dating What's-His-Face from... Matthew Healy. Yeah. So <sighs> I don't know. I don't I'd rather know. have it be Alonzo, but... Our next pop culture moment is Charles. I only, I only listen to Indie Underground. Never heard of artist before you probably yeah. haven't heard of him you know yeah. you know you know Charles Leclerc you know, you know? Uh, Charles Leclerc you know Charles? Charles Leclerc I don't know if you ever heard of him yeah he's pretty he's, indie he's pretty underground yeah I'm just like not like other girls and I just don't listen to that mainstream stuff actually this is mainstream it charted Oz 23 charted on iTunes at number six I'm sorry I saw someone joke about how he's higher in the iTunes chart than he is in the championship. And that hurt a little. That's actually... what. Okay, what do you think costs more? Tickets to see him perform his music live or tickets to a Grand Prix? Tickets to a Grand Prix. I'm sorry. 
I think that actually costs a kidney. And this is why Aston Martin should invite us. Get back to us again. <laughs> um, but he is releasing a new song that he announced a few days ago or recently. Mm-hmm. Um, for Miami, you can pre-save it. It's crazy. Please drop tour dates, just not on Ticketmaster. We don't want it there, <laughs> Charles. He was like, a Ferrari might not work out, so I'm going to get a part-time job as a musician, as a composer. As a composer. And that's his backup plan. He said high school musical, camp rock. He said, this these. isn't my dream, Dad. It's yours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really excited to hear the new song after this weekend. I wonder when he's going to release it and if it's going to be like a whole plan to like how like a whole like PR thing. Oh my goodness. I'd still listen. I'd still stream. I'd give him the money. He starts making music videos. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, do you think it's going to be like him in a thirst trap, but then it's like the piano music in the background? Honestly, I think he's trying to win Thirsty Thursday. So maybe. Maybe. Maybe he will be. Okay, the next thing I want to mention is Daniel M.F. Ricardo. I did not, Rick. I heard the rumors. I did not believe them. I was like, if anyone's going to go to the Met Gala, it's going to be Lewis Hamilton because he's been. Yeah. Daniel Ricardo at his first Met Gala wearing Tom Brown. Yeah. The picture of him and Jenna Ortega together actually, and, and Olivia Rodrigo actually like did something to my brain. I never want to picture those people in the same room. It's... I keep seeing edits. I did you see the one of um um oh my god, what's oh the princess of Genovia? Oh my gosh, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I was like Anna Kendrick for some reason. Sorry, I Prince Star is in my favorite movie. Please, please don't, guys, don't stone me. Please, please, please. I'm, I'm really sorry. Not. You couldn't remember her name, but you remember that she's a princess of Genovia. You're actually so iconic for that because <laughs> she's the princess of Genovia. She's actually the queen of Genovia. Oh, yeah, because then she, yes, of course, of course, of course, of course. Enemies to Lover was born from that second movie. Thank you very much. But anywho, don't hate me, please, please. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Um, oh, my God. And she was like, oh, my God, Daniel Ricardo," And she went up, shook his hand. I'm like, what is this crossover in my brain? Oh, my gosh. She approached him. He did yeah. not approach her. He was watching her from afar, smiling, happy to be there. And also, off topic, she looked great. She was probably one of my favorite looks from... It was, like, Chanel and Versace all at once. I was, like, shocked at how they did that. Anyways, not trying to get into a little fashion rundown. That's not what the podcast is for. (laughs) Do I wish Danny pulled up to the Met riding a horse? I mean, yeah. We know he knows how to do it. Maybe a little cowboy hat. But, you know, I'm hoping... This be- this better not be like a one time thing. I need Danny at every single other Met Gala because I think I know he can he can do something big. He could. Pu- I feel like he can pull off anything. I feel like you can put him in something bigger than a black suit and he'll kill it. He has it. I know he can. I agree. I agree. And I want to see more F one drivers at the Met Gala. So who, who do you your- think? Yeah, that's what, that was one of my questions. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Lewis is already gone, so it's kind of like. I've Whatever. already seen it. Yeah. I want like Charles, obviously, Charles big fave. I was surprised that Lance Stroll hasn't been to the Met Gala because Lawrence Stroll has been the co chair of the Met Gala twice. Oh, Lance, where are you at? Lance at the Met Gala? <laughs> Lance, you better not wear just a black suit and white. Honestly, I'm so sorry. I love Lance, but he has no fashion sense, so he would just wear a black suit. I feel like. Oh my god, George is very like obviously old money we've discussed, so I feel like he'd pull up also and very like George and Carmen at the Met. George and Car- I would love oh. to see Alex at the Met. 
Alex and Lily. I think Alex they would and Lily. actually eat it up. I think would eat it. Lily would force Alex. Yeah, and like, that, it'll be good too. Lance is not have someone to force him into the uh, suit. You know what? Next year, let's have a Formula One themed Met Gala, and then all the drivers have to go. There you go. <laughs> um, let's kind I of did have the... one oh, other one question, more? actually. Yeah, so we see, you know, Danny at the Met, we see Charles making music. So if the drivers had to have other professions besides skr skr skrring, what professions would you give them? Or what possession would they have? Would they have and actually be good at and why? Oh my gosh. That's a really you good question. You can give question. a few. Not everyone on the lineup, but I'm trying to think of who gives I'm sorry, Daniel Ricardo gives such history teacher energy. Yeah. He's such a yeah. history teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um Valtteri just would have been a cyclist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Lando would have been actually everything. He's a photographer. He's a DJ. We already know. I really don't know. I don't know. I think he'd I'm... be like DJ club promoter. Club promoter. Yeah. That is kind of an insult, but. That's what it was supposed to be. Oh my God. The Lando fans are going to actually have your head. Uh, take it. Um, Lewis, I really can't figure out what he would be. I feel like he gives such artist vibes. I would say like movie star. I feel like freaking mm. Top Gun, like any big, I feel like I've seen Fast and Furious, Mission Impossible, all those. He's he's the Tom Cruise. He's, um, yeah, Tom Cruise. Not in anything other than profession. I just mean as in yeah. performs his own stunts, not the whole Church of Scientology thing. Oh, I <laughs> didn't connect those dots until right now. Um, I can't think of what Carlos would do. I literally cannot think of Modern. what Carlos would Oh my gosh, you're so right. Yeah. Carlos is such, it's a Libra rising. If you guys haven't watched our astrology episode yet, you should go watch. Everything but makes sense. Everything is right in the world once you understand all the driver's birth charts. It's actually crazy. I was talking to someone about George Russell and they were like, I just feel like he has no personality. And I was like, he's an Aquarius. This man's a robot. Respectfully, I'm an Aquarius too. So that's kind of why. And they were like, I don't believe in astrology. And I'm like, well, you literally just proved it right. Like you literally said George Russell's a robot, but then it refused my theory. That proved Uh you right. Whatever. Men. Whatever. Get out of here. So, shall we move on to this race weekend? It's kind of boring, but yeah, Um, let's talk about the boring stuff. (laughs) At free practice, Yuki bumped into the barrier at turn three. Oh my God, a puncture in the right rear of his car. Honestly, the biggest thing that I remember from FP1 is Pierre's car literally barbecuing. Yeah, yep. All that smoke coming out of the top. I was like, this kind of- he was set aflame. Red flags because he was set aflame. He was giving science experiment. It looked yeah. like a science experiment. It was actually crazy. Honestly, I kind of like hated the layout of this weekend like so bad. Me? Okay, insert that meme of that white lady looking confused with all the math numbers in front of her. Me with the sprint. Me trying to figure out the new sprint rules. Me. Honestly, I don't even think the teams understood. I remember like Ferrari posted like the sprint schedule and they posted the wrong schedule. <laughs> of course, it's so Ferrari of them. Of course they did that. Very um, Ferrari. But I don't know. I feel like FP1 wasn't that eventful. We only got one practice session. Yeah. Um, Kevin stopped on track because of the fuel I have pump that. issue. Yeah. yeah, that was right at turn one too. Homie didn't make it that far. 
that's unfortunate. I don't really think anything was that memorable from FP1. Don't hate I only me. have those three points about yeah. Yuki, Pierre, and Kevin. So, um, and we ended up at the top of the session. We had Max, Charles, and Checo. Yeah, we were so happy to see Charles back in the top. Oh my goodness, that was so great. I was so happy to see that. Please, I'm praying to the Ferrari gods. Actually, I'm not praying to the Ferrari gods. They clearly don't listen. I'm praying to any higher being there is. <laughs> Because I just want to see Charles winning again. And Carlos. But Carlos wasn't that confident this weekend. He, I feel like he repeated like a lot of the times throughout the weekend that like he wasn't as confident with the car that weekend. Mm. And it affected his performance. And I kind of like want to know why. I'm going to send you confidence from my big <laughs> ego on to you. Sending good vibes to Carlos. Yeah. Someone needs to get the Ferrari boys an evil eye. I'm not even joking. I feel like they need couples therapy. I think every team, new segment, F1 TV, both drivers go into couple therapy with a couple therapist. Go. Honestly, drivers go to couples therapy and the teams have to go to family therapy. Oh, the team principals especially. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And then every other driver just needs to go to anger management classes. Anyways. Qualifying. Q1 was red flagged twice. Most of my notes, by most, I mean all of my notes are on Q1. First with my homies out spinning. Whenever I see anything happening to that man, my anxiety spikes. (laughs) Because it drops to your ass. (laughs) Literally. I panic when I see anything happen to him. Um, The red flags from homie Nick, Mr. Nick DeVries. Turn three. We locked up and went straight into the barriers, and then it was red flag. I don't want to say this because I don't want to get canceled, but I'm just gonna say it's not my words because they're not. But I saw this on Twitter and I did I'm giggle. Scared. Oh my god! Okay, someone Let's see was if I like, giggle. someone was like, I can't believe Nick DeVries, the appendix merchant, is on track instead of Liam Lawson. They called him a appendix merchant. That actually made me giggle so hard. I, I actually, I don't know how people come up with this stuff. I don't know how yeah. people come up with it. Y'all are creative. Y'all are funny. Um, y'all, y'all got some issues as well. <laughs> y'all got some issues for real. Um, uh, Pierre crashed after yeah. um, the team spent so much time fixing his car after FP1. They got it out in time for qualifying that same day after it got barbecued. And he crashed it. First in flames and then in pieces. That's how Pierre Gassi would leave you. Kristen Flames and in pieces. That is actually kind of bars, and we need that on a t shirt. <sighs> so send it our way. Um, Q- that's in Q3. In yeah. Q3. Oh my gosh, Alicia. Charles literally matched Max's time. Yeah. Zero, 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 zero. Exactly the same. But Max at the time first. So Max got to keep the position. And I was like, so heartbroken because I was like oh my gosh we could have had Charles on pole and whatever like he said it after well Charles was like you know what I'm gonna enter my reputation era because I need that pole and he got fastest time in Q1 I mean Q3 and he got pole which is great I feel like that Max is only happy when it's Charles beating him like the pictures Max looked so happy um until the sprint First of Until all, the, the sprint. The sprint qualifying was actually, I feel like this is such a stupid layout. Like you go for like this like shootout, like rapid, like fire kind of like lap yeah. scenario. Scenario? Why did I say scenario? Who was who possessed me? Um, Fancy bitch. 
It was the queen. <laughs> it was the British people again. And the funny thing is, I actually have no British lineage in my blood at all. I'm actually oh 100% brown. Tell, yeah, because we mentioned it on the podcast before. Oh, yeah. I don't know if any of you remember. I got a DNA test because my parents thought we were part white because of the way we look in our last names. It came and back I, and said bad bitch on it. I'm actually 100% that bitch. And by that bitch, I mean brown. <laughs> <laughs> no colonizer blood in me. Sorry, but, George. Woo! Um, <clears throat> but doesn't mean no colonizers can be in her. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> cut that out, cut that out. We're not cutting it out. I'm keeping it in so you can think about what you said. No! Spaniards or British. Let us know. <laughs> Spaniards or British. Look at you, Carlos. Uh, no, Spaniards or Italian, Monegasque. Uh, well, Monegasque people aren't really colonized. Just, and I don't know if Italians are, but I'm just saying white. Anyways, I, let's not be too thirsty on this podcast. We have to have like stay mysterious I've, i was like when have we ever been mysterious but anywho the sprint sprint really be like he wants to see some real speed bitch that's what the sprint is that's all this, that's the tagline he wants to see some real speed <laughs> that should be and tomorrow we'll be doing the sprint you want to see some real speed tomorrow we'll be seeing some real speed at the sprint oh will buxton would say that see um just going back to the quality quickly before we go into sprint race. Oh. Charles got pole, but then he crashed. And then he parked up at the P1 position with a broken wing. And I think that's kind of iconic. When you show up to the event that you don't even want to be at. When you show up tired, but ready to party. When you're broken, bruised, and want to die, but you still show up. And we exactly. love that. We love, we love that. the commitment. But let's get into the sprint. What do you have to say about the sprint? I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Seeing that video from the F1 Instagram of Max confronting George is so funny to me because it's filmed like a drama account TMZ video because he's like on the side and he's like moving in. And it's like, we all have no grip. We all have no grip, as Max said. But we all have no grip. I just thought that was so funny because the way they filmed it and the way they posted it, it I didn't I like looked to see what account posted it and when I saw that it was just f1 I'm like why is this film like a drama account this is this is TMZ the person who was operating the camera their rent was due they were like I'm gonna get this shot and first they panned from like the the like ripped up air why I almost say airpod side pod oh my gosh I'm actually gonna get canceled by the f1 fanboys the (laughs) torn up side pod and then zooming up from that and then focusing on to George and Max arguing. And the way they zoomed in on their face, it was giving. I kicked Not it by mistake. I kicked it by mistake. <laughs> Buja, what is this behavior? That's what it was giving. That's exactly. It was the exact same layout. Uh, we all have no grip, mate. We all have no. Buja, what is this behavior? I kicked it by mistake. I kicked it by mistake. That's what it was giving. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. And the fact that George just walked away. He's like, and then it's what's funny is that Max went back to arguing again when he left. He's like, next time I'm hoping for some more respect. It just reminds me of when like your parents are like, I'm done arguing, but then they no. continue to argue. Max said, expect the same next yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. I cannot believe you just said that on live television. Comma is my boyfriend. Listen, <laughs> I actually like have been a Max defender. Like, I don't, I have nothing against him. I have everything against Red Bull, nothing against Max. But this behavior, that part, this behavior actually scared me. Yeah. 
I just yeah. And and then after the interviews afterwards, him calling him Princess George. Watch your ass in Miami, George. Don't oh, be shaking it gosh. on a yacht because Max is coming for you. I'm a little scared. I Carmen, I, take out that life insurance because <laughs> I don't know what Max is gonna be doing in Miami. I'm gonna be honest. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Uh, I don't think she needs life insurance. This girl is set. She's a finance girly. We right. respect her. She's but me. honestly, no, we love you, Carmen. We've always me, loved you. Yeah, I, I sorry, I literally had glitched. My bad. <laughs> honestly, kind of unfortunate that um Charles didn't win sprint race, but whatever. It's fine. you know Charles saw a magical cat on the on the <gasps> on the road. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. There was a cat, and we thought he said there was a cut. I literally heart attack. I thought the car was gonna blow up into pieces, <laughs> but it was just a black cat, which honestly isn't much better because it's literally bad luck. Yeah, the but... only other thing from the sprint is that you could Nick, you know, homie Nick, also crashed at turn thirteen, and then I think it was Yuki's right tire, just chilling, chilling on the track. Like, yeah, I can't remember if it was a sprint or the race, but there was some oh. like tea. I think that's that Nick. Right? crashed into yuki oh was that the race or is that the sprint? i don't I know it was a sprint. i think it was a sprint yeah nick hit yuki a little bit and yeah. Yuki mentioned it in an interview oh and he referred to nick as oh some guy some guy you this would never happen with pierre and yuki oh my god i was so shocked so i was like yuki it's giving mclaren beefing it's giving lando energy. i don't know it's Gosh. just not just assume stuff because we're outsiders but how are yuki and nick vibing i need yeah. this inside tea because all the media they've been doing together hasn't been seeming kind of like the same energy as him and pierre which we didn't expect but nothing can replace papa yuki Pierre. yuki nothing can Yuki-ary. replace them but i just didn't expect rivalry like this so. Maybe it'll be enemies to lovers, eh? <laughs> I just think Drive to Survive is going to take this into, like, crazy. It's just gonna... Yeah, so much has happened that Drive to Survive is going to be like, especially with that clip of Max and George. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my you gosh. Know when, you know when Indian dramas where, like, the villain comes on? Zooming in on everyone's face. They're going to be doing that with Max every two minutes. It's wrapped yeah. up in the curtain and it's like. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Literally that. Let's get into the main event. Not going to lie, Shadi, I have a total of five bullet points. Okay. That's so slight. It was a boring race anyways. Um, it's, I'm so sorry point... if this no, isn't no. the content everyone wants. We're like, ah, this race is so boring. We hate it here. But we're an F1 podcast. We don't actually hate the sport. It was a boring race, and I think we can all agree on that. We can say that. And I'm sorry. I. What do you um, have to say, Alicia? Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Hit me with it. The first thing I just have is, like, a lot of things with the pits. We were in the pits a lot. We got drivers making, like, three stops in the pits during this race. A lot of pity time. Honestly, we had a lot of drivers not pitting. Mm. Like... Well, Lando pitted for all of them. Lando was like, you know what? I'll pit for all of you. I'm pretty sure he pitted like three to four times. Yeah. No, I remember reading. Oh, who was it? I think it was Valtteri, Oscar, and Zhao, maybe? Yeah, I'm not too sure. Pitted like three times the entire race. And I was like, damn. I I just don't know what's going on with these teams. Why are we pitting so many times? 
but it is Baku. I don't know if the tires were. Uh, I feel like I read something and I just didn't absorb any of it because I life's been hard, it. guys. It's been hard. <laughs> you know how long it took Ash and I to get to this call today? Oh my gosh, guys, let's not talk about it. I don't think the I don't think the viewers want to hear about that. Um, to turn to a slice of life podcast, let us know. But um, the first thing I have down lap four. Alex and Oscar make contact coming into turn two. Um, and then Alex's wing, wing got damaged. It's the way I actually don't remember this. It was seven in the morning. It's seven in the morning. Am I thinking of a different race? Or did no, I... no, I think you're right. Okay. I just literally can't remember it because why is it seven in the morning? Yeah. Seven in the morning. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> um apparently the track temperature was really hot it was oh. the hottest all like all time of that weekend it was 45 45- oh jesus that poor cat exactly that wasn't that day so i think the cat's okay oh, okay good. but it was 45 degrees on race day which for american viewers is 113 degrees still apparently. the fact that you were able to do that is really hot the fact that you I, actually, I actually did search it i did not do oh. that in my brain but I'm going to pretend I did actually actually just expose myself. Okay, cut time. it out, cut it out. We'll edit it. You'll edit it. Um, but uh, honestly, I just think it was disappointing. Like, I know everyone's like, oh, but no one was complaining when there was Mercedes domination. First of all, I wasn't here when there was Mercedes domination, but I can guarantee you that I would have been bored. Mm. I don't care which team I support. If I was a Ferrari fan and we were dominating, I don't think I would enjoy that. Right. I mean, Next thing I have is in lap 10, Max went in the pit to change his tires, you know, exiting at third, losing Honestly, the lead. And then as Nick was having his retirement because of the yellow flags, mm-hmm. because of um, he had chipped the inside wall again at turn five and stopped at like turn six. And yeah. yeah. Honestly, it was so unfortunate that Max and Lewis pitted right before the safety car. Mm. Um, I know they can't predict that, but that sucked. Unless they can. Romance. When I gaze into the future, um, <laughs> kind of going back to the start. Sorry, I totally missed this point. Charles was leading for a bit, but the fact that Max took the lead by like actually lap three, this man's insane. Yeah, three laps in, he took the lead, and Czech also took over Charles really easily because there is just no competition against the Red Bull with DRS yeah. on that straight. Literally, it was at turn three where they gave Max a DRS, and they said he said zoom. I saw a video. I saw a video of people at the race and it was like the real difference between yes the red bulls and charles and i was sitting there for what felt like a millennia and then the ferrari goes by and i'm like this is embarrassing so i'm a little embarrassed i think the gap was like 16 or 17 17 seconds i have it written down at 17 seconds and i'm like in formula one that's eight hours that's crazy that is actually four business days literally that's like (laughs) Not even standard shipping. That's less than standard shipping. That's like we're shipping it on a boat. We're literally shipping it on a boat. In my boat, they mean a canoe paddled by a duck. <laughs> it's like not an actual. It's oh crazy. God, paddled by ducks? Yeah, it's a duck paddling. I don't know where that thought came from. Please. Honestly, I love that. Don't let me speak anymore. You, I love when you express your intrusive thoughts. <laughs> Great intrusive. Not intrusive. No, they're intrusive. They're intrusive. I don't know what was going on with Pierre. This man was at the back of the grid, like, the entire mm. time. I didn't see anything about him. I really wanted to, like, know what was going on. But there was, like, no coverage on yeah. him at all. Just, like, just how we like it. Don't cover up, Pierre. Get it? What? No coverage. No oh. coverage. Sorry, I'm in my thirsty era. You're in your dad joke era and your thirsty era. 
the best eras. Aston Martin working together as a team, their teamwork. Lance being like, Fernando, I will not attack on the radio. Yeah. And someone was like, damn, this man gave himself team orders. I will yeah. not attack Fernando. But Fernando was giving Lance advice about, I think it was the setting of his brakes or the setup of mm. his brakes. And he was like, oh, like tell Lance to like change it to like what I did, blah, blah. And Mama like, e Papa. <laughs> Mama e Papa. <laughs> and he, he apparently like right after Fernando said that, Lance like almost went off. Yeah. Not like went off like, ah, like went off like the track. Um, that, was, <laughs> that was good. I cackled. <laughs> but everyone was like, oh, this was a plan because he literally told Lance to fix his setup and it actually like sabotaged him. But I don't think you can change the setup of your car that fast. So I don't think that's what made him go off. But it was kind of a funny thought. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Carl's just... Carl's... I think that's, like, the second time you've done that, not this episode, and the other episode as well. Every time I want to say Carlos, and I'm thinking of Ferrari, I think of Carlos and Charles, and I go, Carl's. That's their ship name. Better what is their Pukey. ship name? Better than... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Pukey. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's actually so funny. I'm sorry. I literally lost my train of thought because that is so funny. Um, Carlos... Carlos sounded so stressed... Because he didn't seem comfortable with the car. Right. That's unfortunate. I'm so sorry, Carlos. Joe retired with an issue. Yeah, he did at lap 39. It was a mechanical problem. And I was like, my king, I'll see you later. I'll see you I in Miami. I feel like Alfa Romeo has been nowhere. I don't think I've ever I seen know. anyone speak about them. Nothing about them. I don't even think they've been within the points. It's just not a great time to be on Alfa Romeo. <laughs> But two of my favorite drivers are on that team. Oh, I love our unbothered, our unbothered, unbothered kings. kings. More men like that, please. At the end, George did pit to take fastest lap from Charles. Rude. Yeah. But he did end up getting fastest lap, unfortunately. But Ocon and Nico literally did yeah. not pit until the end. But there was a situation when Ocon wanted to pit on actually the last lap. I think there is a rule that you have to pit once. Right, yeah, there is, race. there is, there is, there is. So that's why he had to, like, pit on the last lap. And the pit situation. I wrote it down. We you have it, it do you have it printed out, Alicia? I have it on my iPad where I was drawing little eyeballs as well. Um, They look like deviled eggs, kind of. Um, But essentially, an incident occurred in the pits where the FIA appointed personnel our favorite little FIA. They had photographers that were crossing in the pit lane to, you know, get ready for the podium celebration. Um, and essentially, Esteban was like, had to literally avoid, like, freaking Mario Kart, like a game, avoid hitting photographers as they're like traveling up and down the pits. And it's kind of just like the race isn't done. Yes, you want to be ready to start taking pictures when we get on the podium. Wait for the bloody race to finish so you know who goes up. Like, why are you having movement in the podium? Not the podium, sorry. Why are you having movement in the pits when the race isn't even done yet? You know that there are cars coming in. Why are you sending in? It's not even like, you're not even sending, it's not like a mechanic. It's a photographer. Someone that doesn't deal necessarily in the pits. Mm -hmm. The vehicle understands what it's going to be like when a car comes. It's a photographer. Like, I literally first of all i saw another angle and they were actually setting up a, like they were trying to close the pit lane everyone had not taken the checkered flag yet and they were trying to close off the pit lane with like one of those like barriers and i just like ask why 
if everyone has not taken the checkered flag yet, why are you like finishing the race? Like, why are you setting up? We out. Like, I tell you when we're done and we're done. Oh my God. Teachers, when they're like, I dismiss you, not the bow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, But it was just, I cannot like even imagine how Ocon felt in that situation. Like that seems so scary. I'm so glad no one got hurt, but I do think there needs to be some more like rule enforcement yeah. with media in the in the pit lane. Yeah, because this like, isn't the first time the drivers have had exactly. to avoid almost hit with Daniel. photographers. Dan, that's the first thing that comes to mind, especially with the added with drive to survive and like all them mm-hmm. homies. And it's like Jesus Christ, like please, like because like now if someone's focus is what it's not getting it out of the pit to finish the race. It's like oh. Am I gonna hit someone while I'm here? Like, mm-hmm. why? Um, I just don't understand this clownery going on at the FIA. It's literally just a circus. But that's kind of all I have to say about the race in terms that's of the results. My last point of the race: Slape, Checo, like as people would you. call him, the king of the streets, the oh. king of the streets who is for the streets. He I belongs to the streets. I don't want to get canceled by Checo fans. It's just a little jokey joke. Just a little jokey joke. A little bit of a joke. Um, Max, second place, Charles in third. And honestly, 17 seconds behind Max. I don't care. Third place. I don't care. I'm just happy to see Charles on that podium. It's been a long time coming. I feel like the season is really almost done. And we haven't seen Charles on the podium. It's actually been like four races. I know that break felt like a drought. I was dry. The drought was the very worst. What are you, the commenters? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to drop those Taylor Swift references. When I went, um, when I said, it's been a long time coming, I in my brain went, it's you and me. That's my whole world. They whisper in the hallway. She's a bad, bad girl. Anyways, it's just wired in my brain. And I know Fernando Alonso loves it because yeah. he's dating Taylor Swift. Obviously. The new album's um, about him. <gasps> Honestly, I have a new what? question to ask later, but let's okay. wrap up the race and then we'll okay. talk about it. Charles not remembering the procedure of when you're going on the podium actually kind of made me giggle. Like, this man has not been on the podium in so long that he sat in Checo's seat in yeah. the cool-down room in the pew, and then he offered the seat to Checo as if it wasn't Checo's seat to begin with. He's like, oh my god, yeah, you're old, take a seat. <laughs> You know, priority seating on the You have kids, your joints are probably creaking. Like, he had to exceed. Um, and then on the podium, he was standing on the P2 podium. And Max just accepted his fate and he stood on the P3 podium. Again, Max will never say anything to Charles. I, I'm sorry. The Lestapin agenda is real. The Lestapin agenda? That's the only time, yeah. The Lestapin agenda. I agree. I love that. Uh, Better than Pukey. Pukey, your pukey, your pukey agenda, your Lestapin agenda, and not our Carl's agenda. Blech. Um, Nando, what I should stop calling him that. People are gonna think I'm saying Lando. Fernando Alonso was in P4 and broke his P3 streak, which is like so unfortunate. Yeah. But I believe in a comeback, I believe he yeah. can make it back on the podium and hopefully a podium with him and Charles and Lance because I'm delusional. Um, I want that green, red, green. You already I want that. that Christmas podium. <laughs> I, want, I want that. What's my favorite season? Christmas. I want that Christmas podium. Uh, Honestly, Lewis was in P6. Yeah. Um, kind of a good result for Mercedes, I guess, especially with how it's been going lately. 
but Lance was down in P7. I was kind of surprised. That was, that was a little upsetting for me because I was like, wow, we were doing so well. Not that, like, you know, at least we're still in the points. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, I would like to see him, like, P5 or higher, you know? Because I know he can. A I agree. P4. A good P4. A good but P4. I saw this, like, post by some, like, F1 account. And it was like, Lance Stroll's, like, friends and stuff say that he doesn't work hard enough about how he's, like, lazy. And I was like, this is, like, kind of messed up. His friends? I don't know if it was his friends. I can't 100% Those people are using you for your money, Lance. I just, I don't understand why the people feel the need to say this kind of stuff. Like, what is it, how does it, like, make your life better? Does it make you feel better? That you're not on a team that your daddy bought you because your dad doesn't love you enough. <laughs> your I'm daddy like, don't love you. I'm just like confused. I like will defend Lance until my last breath. I understand that people don't like him. I get it. But you don't have to be so public with your hatred. As we say, as we're public with our hatred, I'm so sorry. Is this like kind of hypocritical of us? That's how I was like, I'm like, mm, <laughs> Honestly, I, don't know I, say I don't know. I feel like. We, I like make an effort not to hate on people because like at the end of the day they're more successful than I am. Like who am I to say anything about them? I know nothing besides what the media manipulates me exactly. to understand about them. Exactly. That is so. Uh, that is so factual. We don't know anything about these people except for what we're told from an outside perspective. We can have opinions, but we can't just believe they're correct. Like we don't Those actually. Outside know perspectives people. have agendas and biases. So. We're looking at them through a magnifying glass or but it's kind of blurry because you actually cannot see into their lives i have bad <laughs> eyesight anyway so um i don't know just a little just a little food for thought i just having a thought just yeah kind of just sick of people but here we are i hate our era just getting into our deep talk this should be a segment on our podcast deep talk with the nitty-gritty getting into the deep nitty-gritty getting deep into the nitty-gritty getting nitty-gritty nitty the gritty Ready to nitty my gritty off. Uh, literally ready to nitty my gritty off. That, no, gritty my nitty. I don't remember what you said. I'm sorry. All words just don't seem like words anymore. Um, We're trying, guys. Okay. Time for our hot take of the episode. Before that, actually, I had one follow-up question. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So, you know, we in Miami. I think there's going to be a lot of drama on and off track in Miami for some reason. And I want to know, what predictions do you have? Like, who do you think you're going to see leaks from shaking ass on a yacht? You know, who do you think we're going to see leaks of in the club shaking ass, buying bottles? Like, whose ass besides Valtteri are we going to see shaking ass on a yacht in Miami? <laughs> whose ass besides Valtteri's? That's, I... the, that's top ass, and then there's everyone else. He's bought ass. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel trademark it. Valtteri, I'm telling you, you need to trademark bought ass and start selling underwear. I don't know. I feel like Pierre is a partier, and so is Lando. Yeah. Pierre is a partier. I think him and Kika are going to party their asses off together. Yeah, Kika Lando, on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. Kika's Instagram. Literally love her. Um, Lando, maybe we'll get him to some tea. I feel like he's a big partier. He's a big DJ guy. He's friends with DJs. He's a club goer. We can maybe expect some tea there. Um, I don't know. I feel like all the tea at Miami is going to be like the influencers. Like I've seen a lot of tea recently about the tart trip mm. going to the Miami Grand Prix. There has been some drama with Alex Earl 
going to the Grand Prix and people are not taking it well about her being like, I'm going to like the F1. I don't know. I think it's like some big race. I didn't know what it was. And people are not happy. And I get it. I get why you're not happy. But at the end of the day, it's not the influencer's fault. Yeah. They're getting their check. Let's blame the brands. Why are the brands not making an effort to bring people who actually understand the sport? You know? But people in her comments are like, oh my gosh, like you need to like get with Charles for the girlies and like you guys would be so cute together. And I'm like, this is a little bit weird. This is yeah. the weird part. Like, I don't care if you're going to the race because it's kind of a brand thing. Yeah. And you don't have control over where you get sent really because you would just you're just doing it for the money, really. Yeah. But that's kind of weird. I don't yeah. know. I know we all joke. I know we all joke about it, but like, I don't know. I, mean, I feel like it's different when you're actually going, you know? Yeah. Like, it's kind of a joke when you're like t- talking about it from afar, but like, I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of influencer stuff, maybe we'll see some drama with some like influencer and one of the drivers. Who do you think is a driver most likely to get caught up with an influencer? Well, let's see. Who's single? Lando. Lando. I think Lando. Lance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lance, Lance, Lance. I'm sorry, because I'm think... in my America brain, so I'm like, say Lance for Canada. No, Lance from Lando. Oh, I feel like we're going to see some footage of like Lewis at a club. Really? I actually haven't seen a lot of footage of Lewis at a club. I recently. just remember one. I think it was a Mercedes party. Because I remember mm. Angela being there, and it's just Lewis holding a champagne bottle, I think. It was like, <laughs> going down the grid. I think we'll get, mm, I'm trying to think. Logan. Think oh my gosh, well, Logan. This is a home race. I want, Logan Sargent, I want there to be crazy footage of you shaking ass on a yacht, okay? If you ain't, if you ain't, if you ain't, giving your soul to Miami, then what are you doing? This is America. It is your patriotic duty, Logan. To shake ass on a yacht in Miami. It is your patriotic duty. And we need you to represent your home state. Yeah. If you're, it's blackout or backout. Like you, blackout wow. or backout. Like wow. you need to be partying your ass off. I don't care what your result is. It is your home race and you need to bring the party exactly um and with that my hot take being um this is logan's week this is logan's weekend everyone else sit down shut up this is not this is for america this is america's weekend america (laughs) america no no talk of kilometers what the hell is a kilometer what's a kilometer don't know what's what's Celsius. I only know Fahrenheit. Knees weak, arms are heavy. This <laughs> I actually don't remember the words. What are the, what are the words? It's the way I knew what you were doing, what you were saying. But I, I don't actually. I don't know what the actual lyrics are. I actually am so sorry. I'm, Logan's gonna be so disappointed as if he's gonna watch this, but I'm sorry. I can't lose myself like you, Logan. Like it's just not a possibility for me. You have to be a true American to do that, and I'm just not a true American. New girl reference. I'm not a true American. Um, So many references today. Sorry, my hot take is: Why is Logan kind of (laughs) hot take? This has been my. It's been a long time coming. Another toast reference. 
there's just something about that man. Oh. I don't know what it is. And I don't want to be rude when I say I think I need to seek help. Because I know nothing about him, so I can't perceive him. But sometimes there's this one specific picture of him when he went to New York. I, I do have it screenshotted in my camera roll and favorited, so I will put it. Yeah, like, like I actually have it. Actually, the lock screen of the poster on my actually looking at it every night before bed. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. It's just like, I don't know. He just seems like such a carefree, just like gives no fucks guy. And I appreciate that. I I appreciate a man that gives no fucks. Exactly. That's kind of my hot take. It's not like a hot take. I mean, it's a hot take. That man's hot. Anyways. Anyways. Um, um, that's kind of it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I was Thank figuring you. how to wrap an episode. Um, Our episode for Miami. We're picking our new posting schedule, but stay tuned. We will be filming our Miami episode next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being patient with us once again as we settle back into this new setup. If you have any feedback about this episode's layout, please do let us know. We'd love to hear. Slide into our DMs. Whether it's with feedback or no feedback, we love when you guys slide into our DMs. About anything. About anything. Even if you need to rant about how hot you think Logan Sargent is and you need to seek help for it. I am here for you. I'm here for you. Ash is the Logan Sargent helpline. I Dial nine for the Logan Sargent helpline. Don't know why I picked nine. You should actually dial two because I'm pretty sure that's his racing number. Uh, dial two for the Logan Sergeant hotline. That's me. We will see you next week when we get into the nitty gritty.